Hmm. Hmm. Alright. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the modern marvel. Yes, this is an In My Mind segment. Um, we're going to talk about Snake Eyes. Now, I mean, a lot of people might have gave it a bad review and whatnot. I mean, there's some things about the, the movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's actually pretty good. It'd be better if it wasn't called Snake Eyes. If it was just some, some generic Super Ninja movie and whatnot, it'd probably be way better if it didn't have the tag of G.I. Joe on it. Honestly, on the humble, and that's how I feel, because honestly, it's like, you know, I mean, they kind of stuck to the landing on how his origin, not really stuck to the landing, but they kind of took away some elements that made Snake Eyes unique in general, because, you know, his connection to, with, um, Storm Shadow, or known as, uh, Tommy Astrakage, he, uh, they were both in the com- in the comic books and the other source material. Him and another him, Snake Eyes, another guy named Stalker, and Tommy Ashikage, who eventually becomes Storm Shadow, were all in the military together. Well, they were in Vietnam, so obviously they sped up and changed things and did little tweaks to like make. Um, things a little different in the movie and whatnot, but, you know, the connections between him and Tommy were, as kids, I mean, you know, they were growing up in the military, and Storm Shadow saved, well, Storm Shadow saved Snake Eye's life, but they saved each other, and that's when Storm Shadow, um, Snake Eye's family was killed in a car accident and you know he had no family left so but then there was some connections to Cobra and the reason why his family was actually killed in the books so there was there was a connections to uh, Cobra Commander because I guess Cobra Commander's brother was also a part of their um, military team and this was like a time around Vietnam so um but then that's when Storm Shadow took him in and took him into his family. And that's how Storm, that's how Snake Eyes became the the loved character that everybody knows of. And honestly, it's like this is the thing. It's like I I am I am a stickler when it comes down to source material. You know what I'm saying? I am a stickler when it comes down to source material. Like, definitely. There, there's no ifs, ands, or ands, or buts. I mean, you have the source material in hand. It shouldn't take, like, five to ten people in one room to figure out how to operate an origin, a proper origin for a character to fit a narrative. I mean... How many wars have technically been in the world nowadays in the 2000s at that? Pick one. You know, or shit, if 
you want to go Desert Storm or whatever the case may be. But, you know, they kind of went the generic route. Oh, his, but they kind of switched everything around. So his parent, his dad, was killed. Um, his dad was killed pretty much as a kid, him being a kid. Um, him being a kid, and next thing you know, he's been a loner ever since. He miraculously saves Tommy from, because I guess Tommy's connected to the Yakuza, or, or his family is tied to, like, the mob-type deal or whatever. And, you know, it's just, eh, I mean, it's cool. But it's not Snake Eyes. I mean, keep in mind, like, Snake Eyes, yeah, he probably, I don't even think he talked that much even when he, when he could. You know what I'm saying? He was relatively quiet. Hence the reason why they gave him the name The Silent Master. You know, like, when he was going through the whole time, he never really talked. Even before his vocal cords got damaged, you know. He wasn't really showing much of his face because then after he got comfortable wearing the the suit, wearing the black suit. And after that point, I mean, you know, he never really took off his mask for anybody. I mean, he did from time to time in order for him to eat and whatnot, which was cool. And I didn't mind that. But then here we go. This is the issues that I've had with just about everything being tokenized. I mean, nothing's wrong with the actor. The actor is dope. I loved him in a lot of a lot of his movies. You know what I'm saying? He was in the gym. Um, Henry Henry Golding. He was in the he was Crazy Rich Asians. He was in The Gentleman. He was in Last Christmas. Uh, and he was in Simple Favor. That's the one of the very first movies I remember seeing him in. Very good actor. You know, I mean, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna cap. Most of the stuff and the acting that was going on in the film was actually dope. I can't front. But it'd be better if it wasn't connected to, if it didn't have the logo or stamps of anything involving G.I. Joe. It'd be a ten times better movie. If that was doing my quickfire review... I would have to give the movie an 8 if it wasn't a part of G.I. Joe. If it wasn't a part of G.I. Joe, yeah, I'd give it a solid 8. No, I'm going to have to give it a 6 because they blatantly screwed the pooch, as usual. Like, don't get me wrong, the action was cool. I'm tired of the goddamn shaky cam, though. Shaky cam is like, haven't we learned from like most of the other movies that had shaky cam? I mean, even... I mean, even what? Civil War had shaky cam a little bit. And it's like, come on. Ah, oh, man. Um, and like I said, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad film. It'd just be way better if it was not called Snake Eyes. If it was just called Super Ninja or, like, <laughs> Super Ninja or, or, you know, something. Give it a generic ad or just call it the um the a different ninja clan name where it's not tied into anything you know and then they made the protagonist an asshole you know you're supposed to like and care about him i mean i was feeling more for storm shadow's story and everything cuz he legitimately legitimately had a reason for doing what he was doing 
So it's like, damn. Like, come on now. It's just like... they. It's like they blatantly do things just because. And it's fine, but... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh... What can I say, man? Like... I mean, and Henry Goggin, let me, Henry Goggin, <laughs> Henry Golden, I mean, like I said, like, with Storm Shadow in the comic books, Storm Shadow's, I mean, not Storm Shadow, um, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes is Caucasian, Henry Golden is British slash Malaysian, uh, so... I mean, I don't know, it's just people trying to appeal to a certain mass, and it's like, look, this is why I am a stickler on source material. The source material is already there. Why try to reinvent the wheel? Why? If it's that difficult to where you want to use a certain, like, to have, okay, we'll just do it with this character. Create a new fucking character. What is so hard about creating new content, new characters? Here's a good shining example of, like, it can work and then sometimes it can't. When Iron Man came out, Iron Man was on a serious rise. It was probably one of the most popular things and coming from, like, two movies, this was, like, around when the, when the second one came out, and, you know, everybody was talking about how Iron Man got a new suitcase suit and war machine and whatnot, but in the process, um, Nickelodeon created a show called Iron Man Armored Adventures. Now, this is what I'm talking about, like, with how, like, source material, they kind of keep the source material to a degree in the same lane. And I'm not going to cap. They kind of did that with, with Snake Eyes. And nothing's wrong with it, but they didn't add a good element into it that would have made it more, like, as, you know, obviously Snake Eyes has some military training. I mean, he's not just going to not know how to do anything. He already been in some kind of had some kind of basic training and he already has an idea of how to operate a weapon and on top of that being a ninja master at that, I mean hell, you can't cap. He's probably one of the coolest G.I. Joes of all. But Iron Man Armor Adventures, they decided to Instead of having grown Tony Stark, they turned Tony Stark into a kid, a teenager. So, you're seeing Tony Stark going through all these adventures and whatnot as a kid. Just kind of like how they kind of gave him the Spider-Man treatment at the time. Where Spider-Man was going to high school, but then he would sneak out of school doing his super, uh, Spider-Man stuff and whatnot. And that was pretty cool. I'm not going to cap actually like the show. I mean, they kind of stuck to the landing where, you know, Tony's dad is alive at the time, and Tony's dad was working with Obadiah Stane, and then he wound up creating, uh, his father was working with Obadiah. They're making weapons and, uh, armors and suits and whatnot, and Tony, you know, 
they were on a ship. They were on an airplane, and the airplane got attacked. And Tony survives. And then Tony survives. Of course, he got jacked up where he needed a little... He put... There was an arc reactor. He put the little arc reactor on his chest and whatnot. Cause it's like a little similar, but the only difference is this time he's a kid rather than going through all that as an adult and going through the fact that he was in Vietnam in the military. See, all that shit. <laughs> but, um, but they actually made it fit. And also him living with, um, with Rhodey's mother, who was uh, the lawyer for Tony Stark. Which was also a good tie-in. So, like, if you add things and try to make it a different element and actually tie in the source material to where it actually connects, then, yeah, you can, you've got something that can actually work. That's no problem. I don't mind stuff like that. And it worked very well. The, so, the series was actually pretty good. I think you could check all that out on um, Disney Plus, too. Iron Man Armored Adventures. It's actually really not that bad. The animation was actually pretty good as well. Uh, but I digress. I mean, but that's if you're changing certain things about the source material to where it fits a certain standard or a certain time frame or a certain period to where it's like, okay, obviously if they're doing a young Tony Stark or a, a high school t- uh, version of Tony Stark... He can't be in the military, so instead of just doing it like that, and you know, this is Nickelodeon, so they're not really trying to promote violence like that in that aspect, then okay, well then we'll just make him a kid. He's been working hand-in-hand with his pops, and that's pretty cool. Like, you know, okay, and you're seeing all these adventures that he's posing as Iron Man, and... Of course, on top of that, he can't run his uh, company because he's underage. So, obviously, it goes to Obadiah Stane because that was the uh, that was his father's partner. And he has to wait until Tony turns 25. But then there's certain strange reasons why, uh, that Tony is, like, he's trying to attack Tony in the process. So, I mean, there's a lot to that that's pretty interesting because, obviously, he wants... Obadiah Stane wanted Stark's... And it's funny because I'm sitting here talking about this, but it's a good example of how the source material actually connects to one another. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not hard to create. If you're trying to rebrand or redo something, I mean, you shouldn't... Honestly, I'm a firm believer, if you're going to do something, just make it your own. Do something that's going to be completely different. Now, don't get me wrong. There's been a couple of comic books, characters, or anybody who had revamps, reboots, and whatnot, or rebirth, or they go through certain changes, like their powers or whatnot. Like, Superman's been through that kind of shit, and... Same goes for Batman. I mean, Batman used to rock a gun back in the day. So, you know, it's interesting how you have your source material. And if the source material changes just to fit a better narrative, then that's okay. I understand that. But when you're doing things blatant to the character to turn them 
from who they were to like okay like their situation okay like you're turning them you're turning them black just because you like you want to appease to the masses to have a black character or an asian character or 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 you know a white character even though they're, most of the characters in these uh medias are predominantly caucasian in general but that's fine that's fine to me if you want if i want to see certain characters be out there who don't get that kind of limelight either a work with the characters who already exist and you know give them the love and attention that they should earn or create the character or create new characters let them go through the trenches and so they can earn the same love and attention that characters like superman or black panther or anybody has developed over the years and keep in mind most of those characters who i mentioned just now like superman and black panther or iron man or anybody they didn't have the internet back in the day the x-men didn't have the internet back in the day all that shit was word of mouth okay there was barely shit most of them were coming out when t when tv was still in black and white Shit, most of the comic books, especially, like, uh, Superman and whatnot was all black and white. So, it's like, come on now. So, if you're gonna be honest, I mean, hell, even Superman went through revamps and rebirths and change-ups. You know, shit, Superman was technically a bad guy. So, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like the stuff that goes on in the media in general is just that like I've been lobbying and saying this for quite a while though even the last uh podcast that I did like yeah honestly I feel that it's just lazy writing if you're going the route of oh well I'm just gonna slap a tag of me and slap a sticker on this new character I've been creating but instead of just making it a brand new character I'm just gonna slap a G.I. Joe character a, a G.I. Joe name on it and that's it you know I mean nothing that he nothing about Snake Eyes really says Snake Eyes other than the suit other than like the Astrakage symbols, all of that, you know, the people representing the, the Astrakage clan, uh, you know, but nothing says, I mean, yeah, and they, you can sit there and they can argue about, oh, but it's an origin story, that part, that stuff hasn't happened to them yet. I mean, hell, we all made mistakes. I mean, people made mistakes even with Judge Dredd when Sylvester Stallone, when Judge Dredd came out, the first thing about Judge Dredd, he never takes off his helmet. What do they do with Judge Dredd? Sylvester Stallone takes off his helmet. You know what I'm saying? Like, he takes off his helmet. Sadly enough, he could eat with the fucking helmet on. But that's what made Judge Dredd Judge Dredd. He never takes off his helmet. So, you know, it's like, hey, 
But then that's when they did the, the Carl Urban one. And, you know, that was pretty much right up the alley of Judge Dredd. Minus the fact that it was like more like a... Kind of like it was a pre... It was kind of like Raid. Where, you know, they were locked up in this like huge... It was a city. It was a, a, a city. A mega city block. But it looked like an oversized version of a project. So, yeah. That's crazy. But, um... Mm. But like I said, Storm... I mean, Storm Shadow. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're eventually gonna do a Storm Shadow movie. And like I said, I actually liked how Storm Shadow was... Like, I was actually rooting for Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow was the victim. In most of the, all the stuff that was going on. Snake Eyes was a fucking asshole. But, and, you know, of course, they want to sprinkle the Baroness and everybody in it and whatnot. And it's like, okay, cool, no problem. Like I said, if I was doing a quick fire review on this, I would probably have to give it a six and a half over it being an eight and a half. It would be a good movie. It would be an eight and a half if it wasn't a, it would be an eight and a half. It would be a seven and a half if it wasn't a, um. Storm Shadow film. I mean, Storm Shadow. If it wasn't a <laughs> Snake Eyes film. And that's saying a lot. Saying a lot. So, either way, I'm going to get off the hook. Wanted to let that be known. Um, like I said, if you want to check it out, more power to you. Snake Eyes, um, G.I. Joe Origins. You know, you got to go catch it in the movie theater and whatnot. So, either way. Uh, <laughs> either way, um, shoot, like always, please like, comment, share, subscribe to the podcast, and support the podcast. You can also subscribe and support to the YouTube channel, which I'm, if you are watching right now, or you watch it later, it'll be up later on, so either way, also you can check out all the cool Late for the Party Face for Radio merch on teespring.com which is now spring.com and hit it brother up if you have any comments if you have anything you want me to talk about on the page you could hit me up you could hit me up on the comments whatever so either way i'm your host melodious aka cover boy the modern marvel signing off and as always if you're going to be late for the party turn it up to 11.